2: FM Talk. On Demand Audio. Okay, Jeff,
1: but is it making it more difficult to get things on the ballot, or is it making things more difficult to pass? Because that's where I'm a little confused. Right now, you just need a simple majority to pass one of these if you get on the ballot. One of the proposals is to make uh, it pass only if it passes in five of eight congressional districts. But you're saying it's also there's part of this is going to make it harder for for people to get on the ballot?
0: So there's there's over a dozen different proposals, and they do different things. Some of the proposals make it harder to get on the ballot by saying you have to have more signatures. Right now, you have to have, I think, something like 175,000 signatures um, in a certain number of congressional districts. And so there's some proposals saying you've got to get more signatures. Others saying you can't have anyone from out of state uh,
1: asking for signatures. Collect signatures, others, right, yeah. Yeah,
0: others saying you can't pay anyone by the signature you know, so others saying you have to have signatures in more congressional districts. So there's some that are out there saying make it harder to get on the ballot. Then there's others out there saying instead of fifty percent plus one, you have to get sixty percent to pass. And then there's others saying instead of just getting a majority, you've got to get a majority of this 163 state house districts. So it's all, there's, like I said, dozens of different proposals out there, but the common denominator for all of them is it'll make it harder for the citizens to be able to go around the legislature and do something that the that the legislature isn't okay. doing.
1: So let's say something passes, and this is another thing that's a timetable issue that I don't completely understand. The conventional wisdom, I think, is that if a ballot issue like this gets on, even in Missouri that's a red state, it is likely going to pass because we've seen it happen in Kansas and uh, Oklahoma. So is there potentially, because all this stuff is happening now, you're saying that something can get to the governor and this whole process can potentially change by the time in the fall or the summer that people vote? On the abortion issue, the other thing here is that, um, well, I, I guess I'll just stop at that question because you were telling me that there's a possibility that the governor could call a special election over some of this stuff because it also has to be approved by people if you have this initiative petition reform, right?
0: It's possible. Okay, there's, there's different options out there. So, so, so the governor has—it's it, very confusing. Um, the governor has a lot of flexibility on these things. The governor can determine which which ballot, which election, one of these, uh, if one of these things goes on once it, if the signatures happen. And, and look, this is not going to be easy for the people supporting you know reproductive freedom up until viability. This is not going to be easy at all for them because do you remember the guy who's got to approve the signatures? Do you know who that is?
1: Jay Ashcroft. Exactly.
0: So he didn't make it easy for them to even get language settled he didn't make it easy for them to even get the fiscal note approved and he certainly isn't going to make it easy on them to get the signatures approved that they need so that is probably another looming court battle so if that does happen if a court does say that they get the signatures after i think the likelihood that he challenges them in some way then the governor has to say well when when is this going to go on the ballot it's probably better for republicans turnout is lower and it's also probably so. That's probably better to do it in, the, in August right. than November. It's also probably an advantage to do it in August because because it's basically a red state now, Missouri. There's more Republican primaries than there are Democratic primaries that are hotly contested. Look at look down the ballot. There's a big Republican primary for governor. There's a big Republican primary for Attorney General, okay. Secretary of State, Lieutenant now. Governor, yeah. all congressional seats. So you got tons of Republican primaries. In the state Senate as well, there are a few Democratic primaries, but not nearly as many, and there won't be nearly as much money behind them. So that means that the Republican turnout is probably going to be disproportionately higher in August, and that's why I suspect they'll try to put this on the August ballot. But that would mean that they may need to do a special election, say, in June. uh, And so there's some scuttlebutt about that might happen so that the governor, if they do pass IP reform, in the legislature for the governor to call some sort of special election in June to put that on the ballot so that it would be in effect in time for the August election to make the threshold higher for the reproductive freedom IP to pass. I know this is complicated. Yeah,
1: but I want to focus in on that. So you're saying that if the legislature, let's say, and I had Mary Elizabeth Coleman on, she's kind of shepherding this legislation. Let's say they agree on something. They get it to the governor. The governor signs it. You're telling me if the governor signs that, that still has to go. That's a ballot issue.
0: That's a ballot issue. So, so, no, the governor doesn't actually need to sign a Senate a, a referendum because it is okay. a ballot. So, yeah, right because it goes to the ballot and so the you. governor doesn't need to sign that, but the governor will determine the, the governor's only in yeah the, that's the governor's only involvement I got you. here. I got
2: you. get more at ninety seven talkcom